Miracy. God wanted the first man and woman to be able to choose the kind of death they would have. One day he asked, would you prefer to die like the moon or like the banana tree? The couple did not know what it meant to die like the moon or the banana tree, so God explained. Hi, I'm Lisa Bloom, the story coach, and you're listening to Once Upon a Business. In each episode, we explore a story a fairy tale, folk tale, or traditional story, so that we can discover the amazing lessons relevant for business and for entrepreneurs. God explained, each month the moon dies and fades away, but it revives bit by bit to live again. When the banana tree dies, it does not come back, but it leaves behind green shoots so that its offspring can carry on in its place. You may have offspring to take your place, or you may revive each month like the moon. You choose. The couple considered the options for some time. If they chose to be childless, they would always be restored to life, like the moon. It would be lonely, however, and they would have no one to help them with their work, no one to teach, to love, or to strive for. They told God that they preferred to be fruitful like the banana tree. God granted their wish. They had many fine children and a happy life. And then they died. Since then, there has been much love and new life on this earth, replenishing generation after generation. But since the first couple chose, each individual's life is brief. And in the end, the body withers like the banana tree. This is a tale from Madagascar, a story called Why Death is Like the Banana Tree. You may wonder why I've chosen a story about death. It might seem a strange choice, and yet somehow when I remembered this story, it just felt right. There is, as always, so much to learn from this story. It's about a choice to revive each month like the moon, or to fade away but be replaced by offspring. It's a story about how to die. But actually, I think it's also a story about how to live. Especially if we think of the choice to have offspring in a more broad sense. In business and entrepreneurship, people often talk about their passion projects or their creative exploits as their baby. If we think of the entrepreneurial journey, I've often seen people attached to their business as if it's their child. That can mean that they put their heart and soul into creating something wonderful in their business but it can also mean that they don't know when to let go, that they're overly attached to anything they decide to build or create in their business. I suspect that this story also speaks to a basic choice we all have to make in our lives and in our work. The first is to do what is most expected, to live the life that our parents, community, or education assumes we will. Living the more expected life can be satisfying for some. Often they include chasing status and wealth, or being settled and secure. But many of us are curious about what's not expected, the other choice. We strive to explore beyond the conventions and the lives lived by those that came before us. We're pulled into the unknown, 
and want to dive into our most creative selves to find meaning and purpose in all that we do. That's not to say that the expected path is devoid of meaning and purpose, although it can be, but more that curiosity and adventure is the driving force. It's a choice to explore what we're made of, how we can be creative, and to understand what makes us happy and joyful. It's the path to finding our true gifts that we can develop and share with others. Of course, this speaks to legacy. What do we choose to create in our lifetime and that will live on after us? that we pass on to others and will remain long after we're gone. For some people, it is their children. That's their purpose in life, to build a beautiful family and pass on their history, their culture and their values. It really is beautiful. For others, it's the work they do, the books they write, the people they educate or inspire. And for some, it's both. There's no right or wrong here. It's a choice. But according to this tale, it's a choice that was already made for us. We have to die to pass something on or not. And so the question becomes, what is the legacy you want to build and leave for others after you're gone? One of the main reasons I chose this story is because it talks about death. We live in society and in the business world where often there's no acknowledgement of this very real and present part of life. Some years ago, I joined an intimate networking group where one of the members was dying. In true entrepreneurial spirit, he documented his process and shared it with the group throughout his illness and right up until a couple of days before he passed away. This was such an impactful and inspiring experience for me. Part of his process was to give away all the programs he'd developed and all the work he'd done throughout his years as an entrepreneur to the people in the group. And in turn, after he had passed away, we got together and published a book, the proceeds of which went to the hospice that had taken care of him so beautifully during his illness and death. I was so moved by his generosity and that of the group, and by how much a part of our life his death became during those weeks. I think we have to face death in business too. We face the death of our ideas or our programs and services, and we have to allow things to die sometimes. If we want to make the choice to move towards creation and birth, we need to stop hanging on to what we've done in the past and let go of what actually needs to die now in order for us to continue. Over the last few years, we've faced many forms of death in our lives and business. The pandemic forced us to let go of so much. Our understanding of how the world works, our security around health and well-being, our very livelihoods for many were completely transformed. It was a kind of death, and the grief that accompanies death was palpable. Society is so focused on life and creation that we forget that death is an integral part of life. And then we're frightened or resentful of what is stolen from us, or the grief that we must experience. But grief and death cannot be avoided in life or in business. And if considered as a natural part of life, then it can add to the meaning and purpose of the life we choose to live. This story is a wonderful reminder of this. I'm Lisa Bloom, and you've been listening to Once Upon a Business. You can find out more about me at story-coach.com. That's story-coach.com. Once Upon a Business is part of the Miracy FM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Just Between Coaches and Course Lab. This episode of Once Upon a Business was produced by Cynthia Lamb. 
Melissa Deal and Jeff Govertson assembled the episode. Danny Inney is our executive producer. Post-production was by Post Office Sound. To catch the episodes that are coming up on Once Upon a Business, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It really does help out. Thank you. We'll see you next time.